Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Going great. We just finished a Patriot episode. Now we're going to do... It's actually, I think, a decent... Actually, no. Yesterday, there was... How many games are tonight? There's two games tonight. Yesterday was one game. Yeah, last night was just one game, which is very bad. They got to have... That's what we should You don't need two days between games. Everybody should be playing every other day. I want two games a night. Well, it was tricky because, right, there one team... one I think the Atlanta Philly series, which, to be fair, is probably the lowest of the profile of the four series, did not have a game Saturday or Sunday, which is very weird scheduling. Yeah, and I understand they want they don't want series to get too many games ahead of each other, and you know they want to give travel. We're also we're we're in the final days of having two basketball games on a day. Yeah, but it's great. You get a game at seven, you get a game at nine thirty, yes. get five no, it hours is of great. basketball. It is. So I have watched more basketball playoffs this year than mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, in in, in years. And now, why do you think it, that is? Because it's such a wide open playoffs that you really have no. I mean, the favorite but- lost in the first round. But okay, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people feel the same way. But is it still wide open? Like, aren't the Nets just winning the title and it's over? The Nets are prohibitive favorites, but I think the West is still pretty. I mean, obviously the Suns. Yeah, I'd say any of the four teams could definitely come out of the West. I mean, the Suns are a big favorite the way they've looked the last two days. Although Utah, I mean, Utah's only two losses this year were in games in which they didn't have, you know, one of their starting all-star guards. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they lose game one to Memphis without Donovan and then they lose uh, without Conley. Excuse me. They won without Conley. Anyway, what am I talking about? It was just um, it was closer than it could have been, um, although they sort of dominated the Clippers in the second half. So, yeah, I mean, you, Utah, when they have everybody in Phoenix, look like they're definitely the class of the West, which I guess makes sense. Those are the two teams. They were the one and two seeds in the regular season. And I'm happy for both those fan bases. Those are both very I mean, those are those two teams are basically the Vikings of, of the NBA. They've they've been. They've never won a title, but they've both cons- they've lost in the ch- in the finals multiple times. But they've both been consistent contenders for most of you know most of our lives and most of the last forty years, really, right? Would you want to do a ch- quick championship odds draft right now? Of what we're guessing the odds are of what, who we're picking it like like what what what's your proposal? Like here? who other than well, how about this? Other than Brooklyn, who has the best chance to win the title? Uh, it would have to be Phoenix. Is it not, or is it Philly? It has to be Phoenix. Well, I, I think it's Utah. No, I think it has to be Phoenix. You think it has to be Phoenix? Yeah. I Why? You're wrong. Why? Well, first of all, they're up to nothing. Instead of one. Okay. And they, they've fair. had four consecutive blowout victories. They do look very good. Yeah. I'm not positive that they match up as well against whoever wins the Clippers Jazz series. Mm. Um, let's talk. Who? What's your rooting interest among these eight teams? It's very hard. I'd say for the Nets not to win is my rooting interest at this point. I would say they have Nets, no fans. Yes. And I true. hate all three of their stars. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate Harden. I like Harden. And I think. Harden, oh, no, I don't. I hate is a strong word. I don't hate them, but like they're yeah. all corny. Um, I'll say I, I. My number one is the Bucks because of Giannis and because you know they're a Midwestern well, team. Well, I think if the Bucks get blitzed here, and there's a lot. Listen, there's a lot of precedent for you know it, it took Mike, it took MJ, and it took LeBron uh, a long yeah. time. And there's a lot of guys who never won or or Hakeem, you know, and won later. I do think like one of the one of the biggest stories in all sports is always the will he ever win the big one? The John Elway, right? The like the Peyton Manning. Yeah. And I think that becomes Giannis more than anybody in major American sports if he loses this. Yeah, because he's been the best player three years in a row. Yes, I think I'm trying to think there's really because none of the great quarterbacks in the NFL have not won. You know, court. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. None of the great. I mean, maybe there's some very young guys, but nobody has. Nobody who's been in the league more than five or six years who's who's in the top six or seven is not one. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, so th- that's why I rooted for the Bucks, and then I'm rooting for the Nuggets. And like, and, and there is a little bit of like, well, Trout is irrelevant, but but you, you we don't ever expect that to really change. Well, because we, in baseball, yeah, we don't judge a player, mm-hmm. you know, it's his team, but you know, we 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 lament them. When but they Giannis never, we becomes that guy. Yeah, I, I, and I agree. He's been that a little bit the last couple of years, and it's not his fault. This Brooklyn team is just ridiculous. You know, they've three of the best eight players, ten players in the league, twelve mm-hmm. players in the league. Yeah, we we sort of forgot that Durant is insane when he didn't play for you know. It was, yeah, I mean, Harden, but around. Harden's their best player. I mean, well, I mean, Durant might be their most like Harden's their most important player. As you mm-hmm. like, when only one of them's on the court and it's Harden, they can still play. And yet they they don't have Harden, and they've completely destroyed um. Milwaukee. So yeah, it's a bad sign. Um, it is yeah, a bad so sign because I was expecting like every series to go seven the rest of the way. Basically, well, tonight is complete put up or shut for the Bucks. This is you know an absolute must win. Obviously, I mean they could win this game and still easily lose in five. Sure, obviously. but they need to win this game. Uh, Denver's... I just I don't even need to see them win so much as I need to see Giannis go insane. And if they lose, you know, hundred thirty. Well, Giannis, Giannis hasn't played badly. Although again, you know the narrative. Yeah, but he hasn't played. Listen, he hasn't played poorly, but he hasn't. You know, I mean they they were like. Minus twenty seven or something with him on the court the other day. Like, well, they're minus. Well. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they got blitz. They're, they're minus with everybody. But um, anyways, for my root, my other rooting interest is Denver because I just want to see if Jokic can do this. It'd be kind of insane, uh, like a one man operation. I mean, I do think he can do it. Like, if there weren't super teams, there's no reason why Jokic can't can't uh, win the title. Yeah, Utah and Phoenix are three and four. My rooting interest again. They're both sort of Vikings esque. I'd like to see them finally win for the Suns. Of course, you get Chris Paul as well. Um, the Hawks are next. They're just do you think Denver team. with Murray? I almost think they're the best team in the West with Murray. Well, if Murray's playing how he played in the bubble last year, where he's putting up 30 points a game. Yeah, I almost th- think that's like... Yeah, if you replace, uh, you know, uh, Monty Morris's minutes and uh, and, uh, and the Brazilian... Uh, Monty Morris is like the fourth best player. And Facundo, yeah. So yeah. Why, why, don't we, why don't we do this? What I wanted to do on Sunday before you uh, disappeared was I wanted to... I ranked every player in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And um, I've updated it through last night. So now it's... Um, it's this is the overall Chester playoff MVP ballot through... Um, through the games of Wednesday, June 9th. All right. Okay. So all first round and second round games. Sure. All right. So let, let's start with some of the guys, the, the real disappointments. Um, let's go all the way to the bottom. Um, and let's start with uh, one Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, his career sort of perspective was totally changed when he drags that team to the finals last year and not just goes to the finals, but in the finals, he had one of the best performances we've ever seen from a player. I mean, he was really, really not. He wasn't good by Jimmy Butler standards. He was good by anybody's standards in the finals last year. And and then he comes out in this series against against the Bucks in a series that a lot of people picked Miami to win. And not only did they get swept, but he couldn't hit the side of a barn. He was terrible. I almost think that um, more so than the Lakers title, which may have a slight asterisk on it historically. I think we're too close to even know how people view the pandemic and the fact that they just played Miami making the finals is random. Yeah, I think Miami making the finals if they like never do anything again. Well, I mean, I, honestly, if Jacob Blake doesn't get killed and, and you know, or I mean, shot and, and God forbid, I'm not, you know, that's infinitely less important to basketball. But like that had a serious effect on the Bucks, and that seemed to really sort of not, whether it was that or the bubble, just I mean, the Bucks were the best team last year. Yes, and but they also happened, always suck in the playoffs. I, I agree that they were distracted, but like now you, they just they, there's something wrong. It's, I, I don't think losing to Brooklyn means that you suck. Like this Brooklyn team might just blitz. No, the whole but they league. don't have to lose. They don't have to lose every game by forty. Like well, teams they lost have game one this. by what eight points, seven points. Let's not, you know. Um, yeah. I also th- and we said this in January or whatever. Like they just don't have a lot of NBA players on their team. Who? And they're playing guys like Bryn Forbes. Who not get, yeah, like on their bench. Well, it it doesn't help when your starting shooting guard got injured and is missing the playoffs, right? Yeah, I I, I do think. Some of the guys on their bench would not get a single minute on uh, on Brooklyn. Brooklyn's bench is surprisingly good. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn has put together a good team. There are a lot of terrible benches in this playoffs. 
Yeah. I mean, like, DiVincenzo started every single game he played this year. Like, he's an important player for this Bucks team. And yeah, they don't he have him. Shouldn't be. Well, he, he, he shouldn't be. Why? He's a very good defender. He's a, he's he a good shooter. He shot 38% on threes. He played 28 minutes a game. He started 66 games. He'd sit next to Amari on Brooklyn. He's he's no, he's an important part of this team, I think. Um, you know, he's not he's not as important as Jamal Murray, but there is how a, weird would it be? I mean, you know, Facundo cool. Campazzo and Austin Rivers and Monty Morse are playing like all the minutes in the back in the back and and um and and Will Barton just came back for the first time in two months. But it's Denver desperately, desperately needs Jamal Murray. And I, yeah, I think they 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 might be the, the favorite in the West with, with him, but yeah. Um Let's talk about another uh, first round major disappointment, Julius Randle. Um, I mean, just an awful series for a guy who punched above his weight all season and was disastrous in the playoffs. Basically, he's like a player version of Tibbs. He he outperforms in the regular season when he leads the league in minutes, and then in the playoffs, he crashes. You're naming like the best case scenario of the dream team. It was like Butler, Randle. What, that these guys play for the team, you're saying? That's like the best case scenario for the U.S. basketball team. Here, I mean, you know, the Knicks have a really interesting situation here because Julius Randle's a guy who, at 26 years old, becomes a star for the first time, which is very rare in the NBA. Uh, but Jimmy Butler's actually another example of a guy who, uh, you know, didn't become a star until, you know, a little bit earlier, but around that point in his career. Um, in Butler's case, it was sort of a new plateau. In mm-hmm. Randle's case, I think he's going to sort of, re- re- you know, sort of go back to... There's gonna be some mean reversion. He's not. He's not bad. He's you know he can be, he can score twenty points a game, but he's not gonna be like a top ten. He's not gonna get MVP votes ever again. That kind of thing. And right. I don't, but I don't know what the Knicks do because I think the best case scenario for the Knicks is don't sign him, keep him for one more year. You know you have this deal, this two year deal that you sign him on with the option. Don't give him a max extension. Give him another year and see is he the guy we saw in the regular season or is he the guy we saw against Atlanta? Because if he's the latter, you do not want to give him a max contract. And I think the Knicks are going to end up giving this guy a max contract and regretting it. Is I think you have to. First of all, have you looked at the free agents? Like, I mean, you want to pull up like, best well, you don't have to. You could keep him for one more year and decide next summer. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's I mean, that's even worse to make this. Like, if he has one more good year, then you make the decision. Then he's like, oh, he sucks. Well, but at least that's a bigger sample size of being good that he has two full good seasons mm-hmm. in a row. And um, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be like at least almost as good because he never was in a 26 he does it out of nowhere yeah but no team was really ever based around him but 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 that's the point the only big difference was his usage rate went higher and his minutes he led the league in minutes and those are just sort of tibbs things and that's not an an indication of listen he was by far the best player in a team that you know played a home playoff series now are you going to win a title with julius the only team in the nba who had two players this year who finished in the top 10 in mvp voting I'll say this. Did you see that Derek Rose with the, with yes. the first place MVP? Vote? Well, I, here's the weird thing. I, yeah, I'm pretty woke to Internet stuff. Yeah, I, I'm not the like Derek Rose huge on NBA Twitter. Where what is there any proof that there was a campaign somewhere for Derek Rose to get it? Yeah, Where I never even heard it? of this fan vote. I never heard of it. You know what I mean? I didn't know there was a fan vote. But let me B, put it this way. Like, Akiva, have you ever mentioned Derek Rose in a tweet? I mean, in my life, probably, but not, All right. not recently. Go tweet right now. Derek Rose is not a very good basketball player and see what will happen. You will get more hate crime than like if you say something about Trump. The Rose people are maniacs. They're Can I say the, something, though? Yeah. Where did this this had to come from? Like some the dark web or something like I did not see this. Have, maybe some no Reddit idea. post. I don't know where they're from. Are they Bulls fans? Are they Memphis fans? I don't know where they but are. Maybe it's a troll uh, thing. The whole rape Honestly, thing. Remember when he raped that woman and then he, he basically claimed he was so dumb. He didn't know what the word consent means. Remember that a couple years ago? No. I mean, I'm not denying that it happened. I don't remember. All right. There was, okay. the, so, well, I mean, it's kind of sad, frankly, that that it wasn't a bigger story, given that. Wait, know, here's the, what's. He, Derek honestly, Rose was basically credibly accused of rape, and his excuse basically was that he didn't know what the word consent means. A guy who went to college, by the way, for a year, and and it was so disgusting. I mean, again, Kobe fans are terrible. 
Derrick Rose fans are so much worse. Mm. Well, here's the weird thing. If you're yeah. going to do a bit, remember the NHL guy did it and then like the league didn't let him play because the NHL is yeah, incompetent. Yeah. But then they complained, so they ended up, but they did. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you're going to do that, take like the worst player in the league. Take like, uh, I agree, or, but that's the point. This take wasn't, like Poco, whatever from But you're missing the point. This the wasn't thunder. like, this wasn't a goal of, hey, let's, it wasn't a bit. Let's it was get like everybody to vote for Boban because it was, it'll be funny right. if Boban's in the That would be very funny if yeah. it was Boban or Poker or one yeah, of those. Yeah, but this is people, Derek Rose fans actually think that Derek Rose should have been the MVP this year. Uh huh. So that's the difference. Like, these people are actual maniacs. Let's talk about other players who sucked um, in the playoffs. Kristaps uh, Porzingis, he was garbage. He was completely worthless. Would I mean, you rather, how about this? Would you rather Porzingis or Randall going forward? Uh, it has to be Randall. Right, right. Well, that's I mean, crazy. Well, well I, hold on a second. Porzingis was not, I mean, he was he was injured, but he was not terrible in the regular season. But he was so worthless in the playoffs. He he, I don't understand. Like he was supposed to be a unicorn. He was supposed to be like him and Cat were supposed to be dominating this league for the next decade, and he's just awful. I, I think it's still a bad trade for the Knicks, but this is like the the fifth percentile outcome of like what what you expected from Porzingis when the Mavs got him, right? This is the well, no, I, I in terms of play, yes, but I he was all like almost too healthy this year compared to what he normally is. I mean, he only played what like four to four games or something. I'm saying that. Was like I know, but he's going to like he's so injury prone. Stop eating. What are you eating first of all? Don't worry about it. All right. Um, all right. More guys. Uh, Chris Paul was number 51 on my first round ranking. He had that one great game. Other than that, he didn't play so much. Only averaged nine points a game. But now he's been absolutely sterling in these first two games in the second round. So, um, yeah, we'll save him. Um, John Collins, another guy who very quiet in the first round. Uh, you know, they're going to need more from him if they're going to beat Philly. Um, and John Collins is a guy I really like. Um, Anthony Davis, I guess he's another guy with, with the first three I mentioned. It's just a massive, massive disappointment. You know, I, I, he couldn't stay healthy all year. I guess this is basically a lost season. But, like, if you're the Lakers, like, what are you doing going forward? Because can you bank on, on Anthony Davis to be an MVP candidate and play 70 games a year? I mean, they need a third star, unfortunately. Well, I mean, you do if you can't rely on Davis. And it's crazy that LeBron's 36, and he's, you know, much more reliable than Davis is. And Davis is, what, 27, 28? Well, listen, LeBron's not going to be 100% of LeBron anymore, even if he's still very good. Yeah. And you, that team needs a third player. Mm. Yeah. By the way, can you uh, are you looking at uh, finals odds right now? No. Why would I be? I mean, oh. like, that's not crazy, but the odds that oh. I had that open. Well, because like, you asked me about it, because I want to what I want. If you wanted to parlay Atlanta mm-hmm. against Utah, right? Like the dream of the Bojan Bogdan finals. That's all everyone wants. Uh, that's all not I want. related. And that will be like the Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're not, even, they're not related. One's a sir. One's a crud. Aren't they like yeah. enemies? I don't think they're enemies. Well, not individually, but I think their their peoples are. Yeah, I don't know. Um. All right, so the Clippers, so you think, I mean, Nick Batum is basically the third best player on this Clippers team. That's not ideal. Not, um, well, I mean, you weren't impressed with Luke Kennard. Okay, he had, he had a good game. <laughs> well, shooting, but he was a complete liability defensively. He hit mm-hmm. a bunch of th- Ivica had, like, uh, had a big game. Boogie yeah. had three buckets. Yeah. Um, yeah, so well, what else? Derek Rose, look, he was the heart and soul of that team, but he ran Why are we doing with Derek Rose? Just oh. give us the All right. MVPs. All right, fine, fine. Let's move on. Okay, so let's move to my cumulative rankings. Uh, the top two rounds through all the games we've played so far. Uh, number 27 on my list, Dylan Brooks. Um, he had basically the best two weeks of his career, averaged 24 points a game. And I mean, if, if he can if he can keep that up with what we saw at Aja and, and, and Valanchunas, of course, I think Memphis has a nice little team they're putting together here. JJJ hasn't even done anything yet. I, by the way, weird thing about Ja was thinking for the Olympic thing. Sorry, my mind's on the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Ja's a real chance to like start for to play for the U.S. team. He's not on the 57-man list of finalists. So what are they, just Adam? 
I mean, they could add whoever they want. It's not oh. official, but okay. I just thought that was weird. I'm like, oh, because he could start if these guys all say no. Yeah. Our right, number 25 on my list is Clint Capella. Um, you know, my oh, beloved God. Capella. He uh, he looked great in the second half of the season. Not so great these first two games against Philly, but he looked very, very good against the Knicks. Um, uh, number 20. Let's skip up to number 21 on my list. Mike Conley. He uh, did not play in game one against the Clippers, but was really, really good. Do you think Clint Capella is like a big star in Switzerland? <laughs> I don't feel like people in Switzerland get passionate about anything. Isn't that sort of the, I, the yeah? Thing? But I like—is he like more famous than like their second best soccer player? You know? Roger Federer has got to be number one, right? Yeah, no, Federer is bigger than him, but like Vavrinka's bigger than him. But yeah, I, I just wonder so who's the number three star in Switzerland. No, I'm sure it's a soccer player. I'm not thinking of, but I, I wonder like how high up on the list he is. All right, I'm Do we have any Swiss listeners? I'm googling best Swiss athletes, and here's my list: um, Roger Federer, number one, of course. Yeah. Bobby uh, Conchalera, number two. Mm-hmm. Dan Vavrinko, who you mentioned, three. Vreni Schneider, number four. Okay, so this includes, like, retired people. That's um, not fair. Simon Amon, five. Martina Hingis, six. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are retired people. Uh, this is, I'm, like, all time, even yeah, though they're we, mostly We, we don't have anyone. Uh, there's a there's a woman, Christine Stuckelberger, wearing a top hat. I assume she's, like, some kind of equestrian thing. Oh, okay. Um, okay, famous athletes from Switzerland. Um, Federer. You think we have a Swiss list? We probably don't have a Swiss patron. It's, like, not a big group. Yeah, oh, this Capella, isn't patron episode. Clint Capella is not in the top 50. Okay. Speaking of Swiss people, let's do yeah. let's do an ad here. Um, ah, yes. So um, we have good news. Yeah, we have. I mean, it's almost hard to believe. Akiva, it was just a couple months ago that we were introducing our listeners to the Weed Whacker 3.0. And the Weed Whacker 3.0, the best shaver on the market above the waist, below the waist, all over the place. Mm-hmm. But these folks at Manscaped, they don't sit on their laurels. They said June 20th is coming. Akiva, what's June 20th? June 20th is famously Father's Day this year. And what else is it? Mother's Day? No, it's my birthday. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I knew. Yeah. That I knew. Father's Day around the corner. Your podcast co-host around the corner. Uh-huh. You probably need a gift for your hairy podcast co-host. Yes. Make him proud and get him. When is National Podcaster Day where we get gifts? Uh, Well, for me, it's June 20th this year. National Podcast Day. Do you normally get a gift on Father's Day? International Podcast Day is September 30th. Yeah, but that's not International Podcaster Day. Oh, oh, so you want a podcaster day, not a podcast day. Yeah, because you're not going to give the podcast a present. Yeah, that's a uh, twenty ways. So, yeah, all right. So on September thirtieth, you can send us all a gift, but you can send us on June twenty thousand. So, anyways, the lawnmower four point You heard that right, four point It's just, mm-hmm. it's almost like the iPhone. They already have the best thing on the market. They're like, we're gonna even get mm-hmm. a better one. Still, it's really incredible. Um, I mean, I don't know how well, we've told you about that that LED spotlight. It now is a four thousand K LED spotlight. I mean, this will give you the most precise shave. You you can shave your balls in the dark. Wow. I don't know why you would, <laughs> okay. but, but you could. And listen, you hear uh, that? You hear that noise? What, what That's that? me throwing out all my shavers that don't have a 4000 K LED spotlight. Yeah, no, that light. Actually, I mean, l- listen, uh, I haven't even tried the 4.0 yet. I'm still on the 3.0, but uh, the mm-hmm. 4.0 is in the mail. I was actually got confirmation emails coming today. Mm-hmm. I-, I-, I can't imagine how it could be better, but apparently it will be a uh, fourth generation trimmer, cutting edge ceramic blades. You know, all this stuff already. Um, and listen, go to 32 fans, go to manscaped.com slash 32 fans, get 20% off, get free shipping. Remember that code 32 fans. 
And you got 10 days until my birthday and Father's Day. So what are you waiting for? We got the weed whacker for your nose and ear hair. We got the uh, we got the the lawnmower for your uh, for your ball hair. Oh, and, and what about this new cologne? Have you heard about the new Manscaped cologne? In fact, I, I want to tell you I have. Tell me about and it. And it's just in time for Father's Day. Um, it's called a refined cologne. And it's perfect for Alex, you and the dad in your life, which in your case is your dad, to complete your grooming game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's I mean, that's the cologne. It's oh. very exciting. Yes. Uh, no matter how Manscaped and trademark, they trademark this baby. Don't try and steal it from them. Yeah, no, there is no more refined cologne than the refined cologne from Manscaped. So listen, go to Manscaped.com, enter promo code 32 fans, get the lawnmower 4.0, get the refined cologne, get it for yourself, get it for the dads in your life, get it for the moms in your life. Who says you can't give mom a gift for uh, for Father's mm-hmm. Day, right? Yeah, it's give a, mom a gift on Father's Day. That's what mm, we're telling you. Yeah, uh, give both. Give, how about this? Two gifts for dad, one gift for mom. Everybody's happy. <sighs> yeah, I think that's fair. It's like when you, you know, like when you have a new baby and you can't show up and you got to give like the older siblings a present also. So I think I, do people baby. do that or just our, our wives? Like, are we the suckers or like no, I think my wife will give all the kids a present when the no, baby's you, born? So when a baby's jealous. born, you got to give the three-year-old a present because you don't want the three-year-old to hate the baby. I don't remember getting a present. When I was, you know, 17 years old and my parents had a kid, they didn't be, they weren't like. Hold on, hold on. As we're yeah. speaking, I just got an email. Your order has been delivered. I thought it was going to be uh, here's a baby present from when Sam no, Chester I, was born. I, I don't want to get up because we're recording. I don't want to like mess up with my microphone. But I, I, my um, my my lawn bar 4.0, my refined cologne might be at the door at this very moment. That is wild. Well, how about this? This will be a cliffhanger for next week mm. to see if it's at the door. And this week I'm end. endorsing it just because of the precedent of the quality products that Manscaped has provided. Mm-hmm. Next, next week, we'll be able to smell your beautiful scent and listen, with the refined I'm gonna clothes. Be, I'm going to be honest. If, if, if the 4.0 took a dive, I'm going to have to tell people, don't buy the 4.0. Go back to the 3.0. But um, mm-hmm. And if the cologne doesn't smell great, if it's not refined, I will tell you. I will give you my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you got 10 days left till Father's Day. So don't wait. Go to manscaped.com. Enter promo code 32fans. <laughs> I like beautiful. the talking points. It says, do not read. Host to talk about a funny manscaping story. You can talk about how your dad smells weird and gross and why he needs this product. <laughs> can we have your kids on the podcast talk about how you smell weird and gross? Yes, and that will be their Father's Day present. Um, my son, by the way. Um, this is not on the podcast? No, this is with well, the podcast. Right my four-year-old. No, you can't. They don't, you can't talk about the do not read stuff. Well, well, so, uh, listen, Manscaped knew what they were dealing with when they got when they got into bed with us. <laughs> um, my, my four-year-old stuck his nose like into my, um, you know, my my private parts. And he says, "Ooh, Abba, what smells so stinky? And I'm like, well, get your nose out of my crotch, you pervert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, listen, maybe I should spray a little um, refined cologne. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, that should not be the commercial. Yeah, maybe I should get my son to keep his nose out of places it doesn't. OK, play. fine. Yeah. All right, uh, let's, let's finish up with your top 10. Let's get into your top 10 for the we got to get out of here. All right. OK, uh, number 20, Jean Morant, number 19, LeBron. Number 18, DeAndre Ayton. Um, I will, uh, long-time listeners of this podcast might remember that in his rookie season, I actually said I was going to give the rookie of the year to DeAndre Ayton over Luka and over Trey Young. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh, still say he's better than both of them. Yeah, I'm not saying that was a correct take, but he has really, I mean, he's looked really great, obviously. Uh, playoff P, Paul George, very bad game, uh, game one. Uh, could not hit the side of a barn against Utah, but he was very good uh, in the first round. Uh, number 16, Trey Young. Number 15, Devin Booker. Devin Booker, a guy I was very wrong on. I trashed him all season, and I thought, you know, but he's, uh, you know, he's averaging 27 points a game so far this season. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, 
exactly where he um, left off last year. Last year, he was just stupendous in that seven-game series against the, the Nuggets uh, with Jamal Murray. This year, he scores 45 points in game one, of course. He's now averaging 32, and he's undefeated. Uh, his team is 5-0 and in games he plays this year. So I think he's the only undefeated player in the playoffs, right? Yeah, by the way, I joked about Randall and Butler being the USA core, but I think Booker and Mitchell actually will. I mean, I don't know if Booker will even go, but that would be the USA core probably. It depends how, I mean, if Utah or Phoenix goes all the way to the finals, that, do Nobody they want to was going to the finals. It, ironically, well, the guys who play for other countries, like Luca, Luca's like, my priority this offseason is like, you know, qualifying. So he has to go to qualify. Yeah. In like a gym somewhere, probably. And the American players are like, no, thanks. I'm going to the Bahamas. We'll hang out right. with Andre Ayton. Yeah. All right. So rest of my, um, my playoff MVP ballot right now, number 13, I've been Simmons would nice be nice to get a little bit of offense from him. He's averaging 13 points a game. And um, but uh, number 12 is Rudy Gobert, who just won defense play of the year over Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. which I'm happy with because uh, I thought Gobert definitely deserved it. Number 11 is Kyrie Irving. Number 10, Jason Tatum, you know, a true superstar in the making. Obviously, you know, that series was for naught, but, um, you know, he, he put up 34 points a game, not a lick of defense, but, you know, they're playing the Nets, what you expect. Uh, number nine is Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris averaging 24 points a game for the Sixers in the playoffs so far. So he's, uh, and you know, part of that obviously is in the, in the game and being missed. He had a big game, but he's been good throughout that. Number eight is Giannis. Um, you know, Giannis is putting up 24, 14 and seven and you're complaining. He's not doing enough, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, number seven is Jokic who um, sort of like Giannis has not looked as good in the, in the second round as his team is out to an O2 start as he did in the first round. Um, number seven is, is, is Luca. Um, number six is Kawhi, uh, who uh, also a little bit of a quiet game in game one against uh, against Utah. Number five is Dame Lillard. His game five might be the best game I've ever seen. The the, the, the double overtime game. Uh, it's it's really high up there. I mean, there's a couple amazing D Wade games in our lifetime, LeBron, MJ, but that's really really high up. Yeah, there. it was it was better than any Curry game I've ever seen. I think it was just at, it was absolutely Eddie insane. Curry for sure. Yes, Eddie Curry. Uh, number three is James Harden. Um, I, 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 he was number one at the end of the first round. I just thought he was incredible. He completely controlled that team. They're basically using KD as like a as like a like a three and D guy. They need so little from him. Uh, mm-hmm. cer- certainly, uh, you know, uh, in round one. And um, it's just sad that he got to play one minute in the second round. And I really hope he comes back because he's he's the personally he's the of the three net stars he's the one i dislike the least i actually like him whereas i don't like mm-hmm. kd and Kyrie. somebody asked me a question who would be worse to uh you know hang out with and chill with for a night uh kevin durant or Kyrie irving Ooh, no they're both brutal hangs i feel like but Kyrie will say 10 things that you'll remember for the rest of your life yeah, exactly. so i think Kyrie out. would be more entertaining whereas KD no, of course just, katie would just use you homophobic just, you just don't wind people. up Kyrie with like all right so you, you get like uh you still think the earth is flat stuff like that yeah I mean, he'll be like, wait, you don't think the earth is flat? Yeah, exactly. I, I do think it's kind of funny that he can he became a religious Muslim and converted uh, in the middle of the season because I did predict uh, before the season that he would convert. But I, I predicted he would convert to Orthodox Judaism this season. So I get half credit, I think. But I, it, I and it's also like it didn't even register because like every day so much was, other crazy uh, stuff. Yeah, not that that's crazy, but like the the thing with the thing with Kyrie also like I'd like to get I like to go over to Kyrie and be like, how about the vaccine? You get you get vaccinated, Curry. Yeah, I'm gonna guess no. But I wonder, like Amari Stoudemire and Kyrie, what the hell kind of conversations those two have? Must be wild. Uh, um, by the way, you saw the Sam Darnold thing. Yeah, he's not getting vaxxed either. Good trade by the Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet Teddy B got vaccinated. Uh, number two is Kevin Durant. Um, again, they they barely even need him, and I say barely need about a guy who's averaging 32 points a game. <laughs> yeah. 
It's absurd. And then number one for me right now is Joel Embiid. Uh, he missed the game, but he has, I mean, he's averaging 40 points a game through two games so far against Atlanta. And he did not get the MVP in the regular season. He didn't deserve yeah. it. He if Brooklyn beats the Bucks convincingly, either they sweep them or, or Milwaukee steals the game at home. And then we see like, Philly's not going to beat them probably at that point. But like if Philly forces them to six or something and Embiid is just putting up like 37 and 14 every night. Yeah. He's making a real, he's starting his MVP case for next year early. I don't well, think Embiid could ever win the MVP because I don't think he'll ever play like 78 games, you know? Yeah. But uh, listen, I, I have previously given guys the Chester playoff MVP award whose teams lost in the conference finals. I mean, I did it for uh-huh. MJ a couple of times. It has. It's not just that the guy has to play really well. It has to be that there's nobody stupendous on the team that wins the title, right? Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I don't think Embiid could win it because if the Nets win the title, it's going to be Katie or Harden, right? Yeah. Um, or if, you know, any team, I guess you can make an argument for the Suns because, you know, Booker and Paul, like they don't, it's possible that if the Suns were to win the NBA finals, they might not have the Chester playoff MVP on their team. So that's a possibility. And the Nets like very possibly won't just because if Harden comes back, it'll be split three ways so much. No, but Harden, Harden and Durant are two and three on my playoff ballot right now. So splitting it. Yeah, is but Harden might end up though. missing enough games that like, he yeah, can't if he misses more games, he's going to drop. Yeah. Uh, but then it would be Durant. So, um, yeah. So it, I, I'm interested to see. We will have, you know, the Chester playoff MVP award has been dominated by LeBron James for most of the decade. Uh, you know, Kyrie mm-hmm. obviously took it two years ago, but um, it's been all LeBron other than that. And uh, it will be somebody different this year for sure. So. Excited for that. Uh, but right now, it's MB, the leader in the clubhouse, through uh, 1.4 rounds of the playoffs. Okay. Three, wherever we are. All right, Kiva. Um, maybe you should start watching them. I mean, it's tough for you because these basketball games are on at like four. No, five. I'm watching a lot. I, I agree. Right, By the way, other sports, like I do think it's been a good sports week. I know I'm sure you're not watching because you are a big sport elitist and it sucks. But like women's, uh, the Women's Softball World Series really like rocked this week, put up monster ratings. Put up, I've become like, a big New York Islanders fan. I've been watching all the Islanders. Yeah. The hockey's been great. The Islanders just made just made the uh, the conference finals. Second year in a row. Really, the Tampa. Stanley Cup semifinals this year. Yeah. Um, I call it the conference finals, even though I know it's not. Well, it is technically the Eastern Conference Finals. And then, well, like, unfortunately, they don't have, confer- they don't have conferences. They, I know, but I'm saying in theory, it could have been like had the yeah. Jets won, it would have ended up being two East teams against each other and two West teams against each other. Yeah. But instead, it's going to be three Eastern teams and uh, probably the Golden Knights, even though the Avalanche were, I think, the favorites going into. Oh, the oh final they game. were overwhelming favorites. Yeah. yeah. And then they won game one, seven to one. And game two. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're in trouble at this point. I just, I mean, I really listen. I like Canada as a country, but I do think that no Canadian team has won since 93 thing is so funny that I'm rooting against the Canadians, even though I am famously a childhood Canadians fan. My mom, who hates uh, like stuff in her house, brought me like things I did not want to put in my house. So they're not in her house. Yeah, it's anymore. weird. She says she's an anti hoarder, but why would she schlep it all halfway around the world? Just toss it in the garbage. Um, I, She did do that, I'm sure, with many things, but like. She just filled up her bag. So she brought like some Canadian stuff I had from when I was a kid, a hat, a hockey puck, a stick. Um, So I have a lot of Canadian stuff lying around right now. Um, Yeah, but uh, so that's good. The College Baseball World Series has been very exciting. Uh, They're up to the they're up to the final 16 now. That's good stuff. People should check. Like you could watch any of those games and you could get sucked in. They're like they're very exciting. The do or die baseball games are super fun. Yeah, you know what's very depressing is what? Uh, when your Major League Baseball team is completely irrelevant uh, before your birthday. Yes, yeah, especially if your birthday is like April fifteenth. Yeah, especially, but especially because they've had uh, you know they've won, they've won hundred games two years in a row, 
And, you know, I had high expectations for this year. I mean, I knew they would lose the Yankees in the playoffs, but I did not expect, you know, the absolute garbage that they've been this season. Byron Buxton, at least, is going to be back in a couple days, so that's good. They have a- yeah, The, the Twins should hang a banner, uh, last team to get five hits off DeGrom. Hmm. Remember when they rocked DeGrom in 2019? Yeah. Uh, not not when we went, but in the at the City Field games. Yeah, I, I thought, didn't we go to that game? We, I went no, to, we yeah. went to we went. To I, I went to that game with Amir and Harold and yes. a couple others. Yeah. And I think it was the last time he gave up more than one run. It was, it was cold. It was like April or something. It was very cold and rainy. And the Twins won like yeah. 14 to 6 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since then, he has a 0.001. He's the only ERA. guy who doesn't have to cheat to get that spin rate, apparently. <laughs> you think he's not cheating? Although, I mean, from what they say, his spin rate is like proportionate to the speed of his pitches. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have no I'm who, has, like, who has I haven't really followed the spin rates like the whose spin rate is, is the most suspicious of everyone. So Garrett Coles is definitely one of them. Trevor Bauer is one of them because Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Bauer is Bauer. Bauer like called this out these other cheaters two years ago and said it's impossible yeah. to do that unless you cheat. And then last year he did it. So, right. Listen, yeah, he, also he, the he, Grom, like it helps you with it helps you with spinning more than speed. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, the Grom is throwing 100, 101 and a half like that's, yeah. you know, but Garrett Cole last night had his. I think his fastest pitches of the season in, in the two at bats in which he struck out Josh Donaldson. So, yeah. And, and then, he, I mean, yeah. you, that interview where he's like, uh, yeah, of oh, course I cheat, but everyone cheats. Yeah. That was like, that was like a, a Trump uh, press spokesman. Left I know. Left. Have they not pulled the plug there? Yeah. The, the Yankees I know would have, would have, uh, yeah, you know, but uh, I'm very depressed. I got, like nothing, I got no interest in baseball. So maybe I'll get into this uh, uh, women's uh, softball championship. College world series. Uh, I love the Olympic qualifier stuff. Cause it's like people spend their whole life and yeah. it could be, in one second or they could make the olympics like you're not everyone's gonna win but that's we exciting. are in that that's patron chat we got some hardcore fans that like kevin donnelly for swimming we got some like real hardcores for like random sports yeah we should probably start a, a, se- a separate olympics chat when it gets closer too yeah and we'll have to bring some of those people on maybe to give some expertise as we uh preview the olympics well, uh in a month or okay so. you're insulted you're like i'm, the, I'm no the no player. i mean there's people who know more than indiv- about individual sport- sports than me absolutely yeah. no no one has the breadth of knowledge you have obviously i would say on earth probably there's five people what is the, what when is the opening night of the olympics uh, Friday the twenty third of July. All right, so we got six weeks until. Uh, yeah, we got plenty of time. We yeah. we got. Listen, it's so weird because I can't even tell you when the NBA is going to end. Like mm-hmm. I know when it's happening, but yeah, I don't exactly know when it's supposed to end. I don't really know when the draft is. Is the draft in August or like the last day in July? I know it's during that Olympic stretch. I mean, I'm much more concerned with the lottery than the draft for obvious reasons. When and when is the lottery? That's usually during the conference finals, right? Yeah. Um. Do they have a date set? Let's see. What What are you guys in the lottery for? No, the draft. Oh, the lottery is June twenty second. Where the, where's Minnesota? Oh, they're they're sixth most likely sixth? because of, yeah. But they're, we're twelve. But but, 12. but remember, if they don't get in the top three, the pick goes to the Warriors. So, ouch. Yeah. Well, good thing it's not like a great draft where even the sixth or seventh pick would probably be someone useful. Yeah, exactly. It's like a five or, five or six stars in this draft, and also this was a team. Well, who, I think the top three are pretty. They, well, they had the second highest odds until they decided to have to have a be above five hundred over the last two months of the year. I think it's they, a good year to be twelve. Yeah. If the Spurs are in that 11, 12, 13 range. Whatever. So, yeah, I'm a little upset about that. Oh, yeah. Olympics start July 23rd. I have it on our on, on our uh, podcast um, schedule. July uh, 9th, any, yeah. Anything else going on? Baseball, hockey, basketball. It's pretty good sports time. Hmm. No, let's bet it. Yeah, let's um, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's play the uh, wrap it up box from the Chappelle Show. OK, bye bye. Bye.